Hi, I'm Ben Miller from University Relations here at the University of Wisconsin-Madison, and we're a proud sponsor of WIS Politics and WIS Business Podcasts. You're listening to WIS Business, the podcast, Wisconsin's business news source. Now, here's your host. Hi, everybody. This is Alex Mo here for WIS Business, the podcast. Today, I'm joined by Jim Orheim, president and CEO of Leading Age Wisconsin. Jim, thanks so much for coming on the show. My pleasure to be here, Alex. So first off, I know you've only been in the role for about a month, so I appreciate your willingness to come on the show and speak with me here. I thought we could start with your background. You know, what brings you to this position with Leading Age Wisconsin? Yeah, absolutely. Happy to share that. Um, I'm a longtime Wisconsin native. Uh, my mother actually was born in Kakana. <laughs> my dad was born in Ladysmith. My wife and I met at Marquette University in Milwaukee. We got married in Sheboygan, and we raised our kids in Pewaukee. So I think I've got all corners of the state covered there. And a uh, little bit about my background. So I, I've got a bachelor's and a master's degree in economics from Marquette University. And that took me into marketing through the quantitative side. So marketing, market analytics, uh, strategy development. And so I worked for a couple of manufacturing companies in the state uh, early in my career. I spent six years as a management consultant in the global chemical industry. I actually worked for a British consultancy at that time. And then I, I, I moved from there. I went to work for GE Healthcare, where I spent a decade really learning about the healthcare landscape. And uh, GE Healthcare is a really broad business. So it's not just imaging, it's patient monitoring, it's all kinds of care areas that they touch on. Uh, But the the best thing to come out of my time at GE was really being able to develop my leadership skills. And GE is renowned for that. Uh, You get great opportunities to work with really fabulous people. Uh, So I really enjoyed that. And after about 10 years, I was actually reached out, a colleague, a former colleague of mine reached out and said, hey, are you interested in working in the association space? And I said, well, I don't know, maybe. It seems like a really interesting time to, to change my career. And I thought, well, that might be an interesting, interesting role. And I actually went to work for the College of American Pathologists. So they're, uh, they're leading Medical Association for Pathologists, but they're also a huge business. Uh, They accredit more than 8,000 laboratories around the world, and they generate about, uh, it's north of $250 million in revenue. And I had the opportunity to go in and build a team and uh, really leverage my leadership skills there and uh, really had a fabulous time. I was there for about 10 years, and then I got a call about this role at Leading Edge Wisconsin. And Leading Age Wisconsin is, uh, you know, it's a, it's a membership association again. Uh, the members are not primarily nonprofit long-term care providers. So the services that we provide are advocacy. We advocate a lot at the state level. We provide member resources, tools for, for members to be able to, to do their work more effectively. And then we provide a lot of education. So if you go to either our spring meeting or our fall meeting, we provide a ton of education. Um, I spent a little bit of time learning about the organization, met some of the board members, and I thought this is a this is a really great opportunity to come do something locally 
really work in, in my own backyard and leverage the skills that I have around associations and membership and things like that, healthcare, uh, and really work on it in a new space. So, so it, you know, that's what really drew me in. I love the mission. I'm not getting any younger myself. <laughs> I've got aging parents. Um, and so being able to really give back to my state, that's what drew me in. Excellent. Well, great to hear about the path you've taken here, Jim. And now I'm hoping to turn our gaze forward. I'm hoping to get your thoughts on the current long-term care landscape here in Wisconsin. Um, you know, any any big challenges that you're going to be focused on as uh, as part of your tenure here, such as, you know, things like workforce issues or, or bed capacity, as as readers and listeners to wispbusiness.com have heard about before, um, or, you know, any big opportunities that you're you're focused on? Yeah, so I'll start with the challenges. Uh, workforce is definitely at the top of the list. And, and Leading Age has been talking about workforce challenges in long-term care since 2016. Uh, this is not a new problem, but I will say that uh, the pandemic has sort of exacerbated it. So we had a lot of retirements. We, a lot of, a lot of other organizations are looking to draw people in. So, you know, kind of competing for that same workforce uh, to come and do, do the work that's necessary. We've got incredibly low unemployment rates. Um, it's, it's tough for all businesses right now. And one of the challenges that we have as an organization is a lot of the things that can be done for um, really for that, that workforce issue needs to be done at a federal level. Immigration reform, things like that, where we can bring in new workers that are desperately needed. Uh, a lot of that's, that's really necessary at a, at a federal level, but we can do things at the state level. So we can make sure that uh, the, the, the folks that we support, the long-term care providers, have the, the funding that they need, that we, we do work on issues that can possibly help alleviate some of the challenges around workforce um, and making sure that uh, people understand what's going on. Um, I will say one of the, maybe one of the mixed blessings of the pandemic is that uh, it showed how dire the situation is. We, we have seen nursing homes close, we've seen uh, the number of beds reduced, um, and hopefully the public is seeing that and really understanding that and we can put pressure on on the you know the folks that, that make decisions around funding to, uh, to really take care of that bed capacity issue because we've got this new wave of folks coming in, the baby boomers. Uh, they're going to demand even better care. They've got you know that's a very demanding generation. Uh, their expectations are going to be high. And so anything that we can do to prepare for that is going to really really help in this space. Great. Glad to touch on some of those policy issues. And I look forward to future conversations going more in depth on some of those things with you going forward, Jim. Um, at the organizational level, I'm wondering for Leading Age Wisconsin, what are some of your goals as the new president and CEO? Well, I'm walking into an organization that is just absolutely fabulous. I mean, it is... Uh, John Sauer is uh, my predecessor. He did really great things. He was here for 35 years. Um, so he really built a really wonderful foundation. And I will say the staff are really excellent. Uh, they are hardworking, they're dedicated. I would encourage you know all of your listeners to go check out the accomplishments report on our website. If you want, look through that organization, you know, accomplishments, you'd be shocked that such a small team could produce so much work. Um, so. I'm stepping into a really great situation. So, you know, really I'm looking to build on, on successes of the past. So that includes 
advocacy work, making sure that our lawmakers and the folks who make decisions in Madison understand the challenges that we have in our space. Um, I, will, I also wanna work with our members to make sure that they've got tools and resources to try new care models, to try new flexible uh, work situations, to become more adaptable as, as we see this landscape shifting and changing, really helping them with the tools that they're gonna need to succeed. I also wanna make sure that we've got a really strong community. So it's making sure that the, the members of our organization are well-connected, that they're sharing best practices, but also that we're, we're making partnerships outside of the organization. So we wanna partner with the folks in, in Madison. It's not supposed to be a fight. It's supposed to be working on solving problems that, that we all face together. And I think other, other associations we can partner with, uh, working with our members to make sure that we're doing the things we need to do to really provide the best care for our, our aging population. And then I, th I think finally, you know, just making sure that uh, the education that we're providing is staying on the cutting edge. We're doing a little, lot of wonderful work right now around memory care. Uh, we've got some programs that, that are going to be coming up later this year. So really exciting things happening. Uh, and it's just really a pleasure to be here. Terrific. Well, thank you so much for sharing your thoughts on the path ahead here, Jim. Um, congrats on the new role. I'm sure we'll have uh, many conversations going forward. And and just thanks again for taking the time to come on the WISP Business Podcast. Thank you, Alex. Great to be here. You've been listening to WISP Business, the podcast. Now stay tuned for a word from our sponsor. Hi, I'm Ben Miller from University Relations here at the University of Wisconsin-Madison, and we're a proud sponsor of WIS Politics and WIS Business Podcasts. Did you know that almost 80% of UW-Madison's in-state students return to live and work in Wisconsin in the years after graduation? And almost half of all UW-Madison alumni are current Wisconsin residents. That's just one way we're driving our economy forward. UW-Madison is working for Wisconsin.